Hi guys, welcome to episode 10 of Everything In Between. In this episode, we will be having a Relationship 101 session where we will be answering your questions and we'll be sharing the crazy and also good pieces of dating advice that we got. We hope you enjoy it. Make sure you tune in, make sure you at us and make sure you follow us on Instagram. Enjoy. Everything in between. Everything in between. Everything in between. Everything. Hi guys, welcome back to Everything In Between. <laughs> we are I don't so know if we're still doing that or not. We're so cringe. Yeah, we actually are. But guys, welcome back. Like, welcome wow. Back. It's... We hope you're all well and safe. Yeah, we're still in lockdown. Still in lockdown. I wonder if... We're, we're not in lockdown. We technically aren't because the world is... Outside is basically open. Yeah, but... but... Those of us that have brain, we're still being cautious. Yeah. And, um, Wearing masks, yeah. washing our hands. That's it. Putting alcohol everywhere, disinfecting alcohol, seventy percent minimum. Yeah, you even know the, the figures. Yeah, because a lot of it. these places are building business on like selling like disinfect um hand sanitizer that's below what you actually need. So no, if that's true. you, stop it. It's true. Even the um, mask as well. Like not all of them are actually safe. So you know, mm. you know those this is black foamy one that people were using at some point. That doesn't work. Like it actually is just useless. Um, so yeah, just be aware as well when you're buying a mask. Boy, boy, but how are you guys doing? We hope that you're well. Yeah, as Opa said, you know, keeping safe and stuff like that. And welcome back to another episode. Welcome back. And what are we talking about today, then? What are we, what are we giving the people then? Um, we are literally doing like a relationship 101 um, mm. thing, like basically. So we've just got a bunch of <clears throat> questions. We went into our DMs. We have um, just been having like discussions among ourselves as well, watching yeah. stuff. And we decided to basically bring together some of the questions that we've received, some of the questions that we've heard that are quite interesting. And we're going to be exactly. chopping it up and talking about that. That's right. That's yeah. right. And as you guys know as well, I mean, we talk about any and everything, but relationships is a big, big topic for us. Obviously, mm. we're both in relationships. Um, and actually, I think a lot of the DMs that we get as well are about relationships. So, mm. so why not? So what we've done is, as Jen said, we've got questions. So we're just going to go straight in. I will ask one, Jen will ask one, and we'll just have a little discussion about it. Yeah. Um, and we just also yeah. want to say as well, that if there's anything that you want to know more of, if there's anything that we cover that you're like, I actually want to know this, please just send us a DM and we'll be happy to do a live or another like mini sort on it. So Yeah. yeah. Also, that. just as a disclaimer as well, like we are not experts. If you take our advice... <laughs> And anything goes up, please, please don't call us. Don't, yeah, no, I'm joking, I but do. you know, but like, just you know, you know where to take advice. You take a pinch of salt, you take small here, small there, throw the rest yeah, in the bin. Yeah. It's not everything we say, so yeah, like, we're not, we're not, we're not perfect at all. So, there might be something that we say, you're like, that you're actually just like, girls, <laughs> no, you got it all the way, wrong, yeah, so. exactly. What open, exactly. And I'm sure you'll even, anyway, dress up, just like, up. Oh. yeah, go ahead, babe. No, actually, let me quickly say something. Joe's always just like, I thought you said on the pod that this is what you should do. You know what you should do yourself. I was like, oh, I was just like, okay, that's the thing. That's the 
that's the thing. And I said to him, I was like, well, hold on a minute. We're, t- we're actually talking to ourselves as well. Like, we're not, I'm not saying that like, exactly. I'm an expert. I'm like, I'm a pro. Exactly. So that's the thing. I feel like I need to be more vocal about my growing points because honestly, I'm sure the other listeners will be like, mm, yeah, we wouldn't have had this argument if you had lived exactly. your own advices. Okay. So exactly. I'm to my higher exactly. self, my, myself for tomorrow. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, cool. So shall I start with question one? Yeah, take it away, babe. Yeah. So number one is, do you believe in breaks in a relationship? And do you believe in a good and bad break? So is that question to me? Little old me? Well, well, yeah, you can, you can take <laughs> no, it. Like, what, what, are your, what are your initial thoughts? Um, I do. I do believe that breaks can be beneficial in a relationship. Um, but I think what differentiates whether or not a break is is beneficial in a relationship is about the agreement that you guys have beforehand about what that break uh, is supposed to represent and also what you mm-hmm. do within that time of the break. So yeah. if so, are you putting in the work? Because, you know, some people just have breaks. It's like when people say, um, what's that thing? Healing takes time. I mean, time is a matter of, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. actually... Time is a healer. Yeah, and actually, no, I don't believe in that. I believe if you're not using that time mm-hmm. to actually do the work of healing, then nothing's going to happen. And that's yeah. what I believe. Yeah, being right. yeah so I think yeah. if you guys aren't working on yourself, if you guys aren't mm-hmm. um, understanding that that break is actually, the end goal is for you guys to be better yeah. to one another, then yeah. I don't think it's a good break. Yeah. So, no. Absolutely, I agree. And I also feel like you need to assess why you, why you feel they need to take a break as well. Mm. I mean, I've seen people where, like, one person cheats and they take a break. And it's like, you know, what what is, like, okay, like, is this really just a breakup? Because, like, you know, I feel like, you know, for you to say we need to take a break, it's either that you both feel like you need to work in a specific area mm. or one person feels betrayed and they can't actually engage with that person mm. anymore, but they just don't want to come to the terms with the fact that it's over. Exactly. So they need a break to kind of cover yeah. it up. Um, or whether there's actually somebody that you can both deal with heads mm-hmm. on, but you're, you're both not willing to do that. Mm-hmm. That in itself is a message as well. Like, maybe this isn't right for us at the exactly. moment. So I feel like, you know, just be, as you said, Jen, I agree with you 100%, just be intentional with what the purpose of that break is exactly. for um, and communicate that to make sure that you're both aligned. Mm-hmm. Um, so even within that break, is it, because I've seen breaks where people are engaging with other people and they're talking about other mm-hmm. people. Um, and the other breaks where, you know, the, the person still very much sees themselves in a relationship but they're just not maybe as connected as they would be should they not be on a break if that makes 100%. Sense. so I think sitting down and saying you know what the, what are the rules of this mm. break how long is this break for mm. and have like, checking points as well yeah. I don't think a break should be indefinite. I, I think it should be you know two months a month um, but then again I don't think a break should be a year so I just think mm-hmm. you need to just be realistic um, and yeah, as you said, just be intentional about it. Like, make it an action plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think personally I have an idea of how long I think a break should be, but I do think mm-hmm. I think it's more about intention. Like, some people try to use breaks to eat their cake and have it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to be with you right now. Like, I'm not ready to be with you, but I also don't want you talking to anybody else. So they use it as a form of control. Yeah, and I think that's where yeah. it can be problematic. I think. Yeah, so that that's what that's what I think, and I think I've seen a lot of successful relationships where breaks have happened and they've gotten back together yeah. and they've been stronger than than ever. So I think sometimes you just Definitely. do need that time of reflection away from 100%. your partner and to really understand what's going on. And also, I think I think you touched on this, like also just trust your your gut. Like 
a lot of times, mm-hmm. a lot of us, when we're asking for breaks, know whether or not we want to be in the relationship. So if you know you just don't want to be yeah. there, just say it. And I also feel that, like, in a situation where one person wants a break and the other person doesn't, that's a break up because you yeah. can't both yeah. not be aligned on whether or not you even want it. So, yeah, I agree with that. And I, just one, one last thing from me as well is, one thing that I've also... Um, noticed is that you know when people on a break they feel like they have to um publicize it and everyone needs oh to know um, and when i mean everyone i mean like friends mm-hmm. so like they'll just be like oh just so you know um you know jason and i are on a break at the moment and i personally don't feel like that's necessary i i feel like you know a break should be between you and your partner mm-hmm. um because whether you know it or not yeah Joe and I have gone through our series of things, like, and obviously there's not been, I wouldn't say there were like some, like, um, that like, like big breaks that, that you know, were groundbreaking and mm. whatever, and went on for a long amount of time, but we have, we've gone through our version of mm. it and, you know, no one needs to know, like, I don't think that it's something that you need to, you need to broadcast at the end of the day, I think you need to be um, sure within yourselves about what the purpose mm. is. And work with that and, and own that because I don't. I mean, I'm asking you, Joanna. Do you feel like there will ever be a need for? I don't know. Say you and Dior went on a break. Mm. Of a bit, do you feel like I need to know? That? Yeah, I do. Um, the reason why you, you yeah, do. I do because I feel that okay. I feel it depends. I feel like because for me, if I was on a break with Diola, for example, well, I might not tell you that I'm on a break with Diola. I might just say Diola and I are no longer together in this time. And I think mm. the reason why that's important is just for me because I, for example if you didn't know you'd be bringing him up in conversation all the time like oh what have you guys been up to oh what have you been doing you know and if you have for example circles that are intertwined sometimes that can be a little bit difficult I think it depends on what your personal boundary is but for me I feel like there should be a differentiation between when you're in a break and when you're together and sometimes if people keep asking you you feel the need to keep up appearances so I don't feel like you should put it on social media I don't I don't think that well that's up to you but I think maybe among your core group you don't even need to go into it but just so that they know so that you're able to like potentially protect your sanity like he's Um, not always coming up in conversation you know it's not a thing where like people like oh um, you know if they have a a barbecue and they're like oh let's get a picture of the couple Mm. like that's so awkward like you know yeah yeah so yeah so so, yeah so be selective yeah be selective I guess the people that are around you that you know would typically yes exactly that you're quite open you know that you're quite open with anyway with your relationship maybe yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. but I think if you're in marriage though see I agree now that like if you're in marriage and you decide to go on a break but you know obviously marriage Mm -hmm. people do different things some people go on a break in marriage and it's separation two different households some Mm -hmm. people go on a break in Mm -hmm. marriage but they they are still married they still live in the same house but they live I think if Mm -hmm. it was a case of in my marriage and we were still living in the same house or whatever then I wouldn't tell anybody I don't think there's anything do you believe you believe in breaks in marriage um I don't necessarily know that I believe in that but again I like I definitely, personally, my honest view is that I mm-hmm. believe that separation in marriage or breaks in marriage isn't God's intention and what God wants. Yeah. But I also believe mm-hmm. that they can be beneficial if they will prevent a divorce. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what I believe. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I think. No, I agree. I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. I guess for me, like, I, I just, I just, and you know, this is a bit to question that I need to like check in myself but I guess for me I just see marriage as such a uh it's a just for everything yeah. you know and even yeah it's a good thing and, and I think for me like I wouldn't 
it's mad because until I mean I've only been married for I don't know what is it five months six months what do I know but I'm sure and we spoke about this before Jen about like you know the longer you're married I'm sure the the, the, the more you need to like open up your mind to things mm. to make it work um and I am understanding now that like in 20 years time for example say we're at a point where we do need to have a break and as you say it's to prevent a longer term mm. break as or permanent break mm. i.e divorce then 100%. But when I, when I heard you say that, like I actually panicked inside, like, break yeah. marriage. But now that you're, now I'm hearing you talk, I'm actually like, I see how it would be beneficial, especially. If yeah, exactly. Like so those so. are the few, I mean, again, I'm not married and, you know, but those are the few, I've seen things in, in other people's marriage and heard things. And I, I kind of feel like, mm. okay, maybe the situation of divorce or a longer term issue wouldn't be on the table if a break had been taken because I feel like some of the situations that people deal with yes we say like just present yourself better show up better do the work but sometimes people don't have the capacity to do that and I think a lot of times also we forget that there's an interim period while they're having to do the work and it's like for example imagine trying to fix your health like go on a healthy lifestyle you still have moments when you fall and eat that biscuit or have moments when you and in those Mm -hmm. times in a marriage those times when you fall let's say like you're trying to work on how you speak to your spouse and you, you tend to be quite bad in how you speak to them those time every time you fall mm-hmm. you're still trying to do the work but every time you fall that still can yeah. cause damage on them like do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I just kind of feel mm-hmm. like in those mm-hmm. circumstances sometimes a break is needed because you actually need to do that work in isolation so that no- nothing else damaging yeah. happens or like for example when there are children involved do you know what I mean? I think when children are involved, mm-hmm. I personally think that that's sometimes where a break can be most beneficial. Not all the time, depending on the yeah. issue, because sometimes the issue is so dire. You know, a lot of us have seen it. Our parents sticking in marriages because of this whole ah, marriage is forever and yeah. it's detrimental to this child. They're still seeing this negative behavior yeah. every single day. So that's that's what I think. But I think the concept of of a break in marriage is very, very scary though. I, I can't lie. It's extremely <gasps> scary. Ah, as in, I just nearly had a heart attack. I was just about a break here. Cause I just, the thought I also imagine just like Joe and I being in a place where we both said if we need a break. Yeah, oh, no, God like, forbid. I would just jump off, I would yeah. just jump off break. But at the same time, at the same time, and I think this just links to what we'll talk about in a minute about expectations I feel like that's an expectation that I have that marriage is forever like it's sacred you don't break it like what God mm-hmm. has joined together like let no man put some all of these mm-hmm. things that you hear um you know can also be can also be um a form yeah. of imprisonment and, 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 and feeling like you have to live your exactly. life in a certain way and this is why people you know domestic violence is a thing mm. and people don't leave because they feel like mm. I can't leave yeah this is it I made this decision mm. I need to live with this this mm. is who I chose to marry whereas things change people change mm. you evolve and your exactly. relationship changes and you know if you if you're in a situation where you cannot know you can't put up with what you're dealing with mm. on a daily basis ah sis bro like you need to yeah. you need to evaluate that and if it's a break that you need to mm. engage in to to, to give yourself yeah. that peace of mind and to you know enable change, then I you know agree. you have to do it. Like and just in like the, in the in that in the past five minutes, is my mind just yeah. been open to that because when you first said it, I'm not even Jennifer, like, what are you saying? Hair? Like, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but exactly. it makes sense. I mean, it makes I would sense. Never it makes use sense. My mouth, and this is something that I totally believe in, and I've held wholeheartedly. It's something that my mom shared with me, and I hold it. I am very careful on the relationship advice I give to my friend. I usually don't 
tend to always give advice mm. because you never want because relationships are very different and your friend will only tell you their own you know so if for example god forbid like let's not even use you okay but somebody else that i'm friends with that's married mm. came to me i would never say have you guys considered a break but if they said because i don't yeah, because i agree yeah. with you i believe that marriage is so sacred and but that's another thing i think there's nuance and thank god that our podcast is called everything in between because for example taking a mm. i don't believe that 100% that taking a break in your marriage will mean that you're breaking it I think sometimes you can be together and be in a break like because Mm. it and that's what we're talking about it depends what you're using it for I don't believe that God would Mm. look down from heaven and be like I am so disappointed in this couple that have decided to take some time in isolation to be able to fix themselves to fix their marriage I just don't to see yeah. how that would be put you know so i think those are yeah. the things but yeah. again i think and do you know what the, no go ahead babe no and I, and I think you know a lot of the a lot of the time as well that with marriage people try to people definitely romanticize mm. it and they make it very much like ah when you get when you're married everything is different mm. and actually do you know what a marriage is just another version no it is mm. a relationship mm. <laughs> like, mm. you know the difference is that of course like god god mm. has now blessed it and you know you now have a ring and the commitment commitment is some, is, mm. is somewhat greater in fact some people will even argue that mm. it isn't that it's the same like you know i was committed to you just as, mm. as i am now but the point is that like you know it's still a relationship so a lot of the principles that apply yeah. are the same i.e you know taking a break the, the benefits that can come from taking a break in a relationship exactly. in a marriage. The, the, it's just what we were talking about before in terms of just making sure that your intentions mm-hmm. are correct and you're both aligned yeah. as long as those things yeah and you're in agreement as long as those things are there then it will it, it will work and even if the agreement is that you know god forbid that but mm-hmm. this isn't going to work or this doesn't mm-hmm. work anymore that's still that break was still it, it, it still had a purpose, purpose you know yeah. it still was beneficial yeah so yeah, yeah. I, I and as I a disclaimer like Oppa and I we don't advocate for yeah we, don't. we believe that marriage <laughs> is sacred we believe that marriage is a forever thing that's what we walk into it um wanting and believing and I also believe in applying wisdom though anyway I'm not married right but in my thought process the, the immediate mm-hmm. things that come to mind is like having a break in a relationship and having a break in marriage very very same as opera said like the the principle but you have to apply a higher level of of wisdom because yeah you know marriage is not even getting too spiritual but marriage is not on the agenda or something that a lot of like people promote for particular reasons and i just feel that Mm -hmm. when you're going into that i think it's so important like for for me personally right i believe that if if somebody was going into a break in marriage and i know i said this before like i wouldn't tell anybody but actually i retract that i think you Mm -hmm. should because you need to have accountability because Mm -hmm. if not it's so possible Mm -hmm. to find yourself in situations that you really don't need to find yourself in so yeah but we can move on from that topic so the next the next okay. seg- um, question was around expectations. I wanted to get your thoughts on this. So Ope, I always hear mm-hmm. people say, oh, you should walk into a marriage or walk into a relationship with no expectations, that you shouldn't expect anything mm-hmm. from your partner. I've even heard this as far as friendship. So, you know, that the reason a lot of these things mm-hmm. break down is when people have too many expectations. And then people kind of go to the left of mm-hmm. saying, have no expectations. Have you heard it before? What are I have, and I think it's it's ridiculous. I think <laughs> to say that someone shouldn't have any expectations, I just think it's so far fetched and just out of this world. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. I think you should have expectations, hundred percent. I think that you should um, 
be clear with what, what you want and what you expect because if you're not then you know how can you go into something blindly and not know what you're going to get it doesn't make any sense it's like when you when we go out and we buy stuff like we do reviews we do research or we we, we buy something based on recommendation and you you buy that thing with an expectation that this is what it's mm. going to give me right and if it doesn't what do you do you complain mm. you take it back you call you call the story and like exactly. this is what you said so i feel like you you need to you need to mm. have expectations what i don't agree with is your expectations being so rigid and so fixed um, that they cannot be malleable. They, you, you're not open to um, the fact that people are are, nu- mm. are nuanced and people are different and people are complex. And you know, if you have a list of ten and someone doesn't fulfill those ten, that te- that list of ten, that that one thing that they may fall short in, you use that to I don't know trash everything else. Mm. That's what I don't believe in. I think you need you need to be open. But then that, that but then again, I think you need to have non-negotiables mm. as well. So. If you, expect, if you have an expect a list of ten, maybe five of those things you're like, this absolutely mm. needs to be there. Um, and if it's not, then yeah. this is gonna work. And I think with expectations as well, I think you need to give it room mm. as well. So, for example, um, you know, in a relationship, let's talk about relationships. You go get into one. I think you know everyone has mm-hmm. that list, right? Of this is what I'm looking for. Um, and I think quickly in life, you realize that you know you can't hold that list as a viable because what are the chances mm. of you finding someone 100% and actually yeah what if God is actually just like you know what this that list I'm going to give you three of that list but the two that you that you want extra I'm going to work with you to get that person to, to get, mm. get that person to that place I, I definitely mm. believe in that um so I, but, I, but then what I think with that is that getting into a relationship is not marriage so say for example you want your husband to be um I don't know to be, mm-hmm. be God-fearing right and you know he goes to church he does the bare minimum but you know he, he doesn't take it to another level where he doesn't read the Bible with you he doesn't pray mm-hmm. with you and he definitely mm-hmm. thinks he can do more and you know that within yourself that you, you, the, the man that you marry you want him to mm-hmm. be at this point I definitely don't think that like you you just because the moment that you go into that relationship because he's not doing that thing mm-hmm. at day one that he can't then be the man that you marry three years later or two mm-hmm. years I don't do you know what I mean I feel like you need to be open enough and what your job is is as you're growing with that person in a relationship you need to pick up on cues you need to pick up on that mm. person's behavior and you can start to see whether where you want them to be and you know or, uh, what is communicated that you want them to be they can they can fill mm. or they can't fill it i just think that's what it is i think it's a journey mm. um but yeah in a nutshell you do need to have expectations i just don't think that you should be clear yeah that, that's my my general yeah. stance on it that yeah no i i completely i completely agree and i think the reason i I asked is because this is a concept that I've struggled so much with because one thing that I found <laughs> is that it's usually the extroverts being told off for having expectations mm-hmm. towards the introverts and it's I say introverts versus extroverts yeah. or whatever because you t- tend to f- flow towards your opposite so extroverts tend like I don't even mm-hmm. believe they're that black and white but you know for argument's sake they tend mm-hmm. to flow towards introverts and I've even found that you know um just generally or you find the people that are like water being feeling attacked mm-hmm. by the people that are like fire for having mm-hmm. expectations um and I say that and then also it also happens the other way as well like introverts also you know making making it very clear that they have expectations towards the extroverts the reason why I've struggled with it and, and a lot of times most times I tend to nine times out of ten hear the introverts telling me because I'm I'm more extroverted saying you know mm-hmm. like I think it's really important not to have expectations and to just allow people to just be right and 
my mm-hmm. I've struggled with that concept for a long time because as much as I understand where people are coming from when they say you know you should just allow for people to just be and accept people for who they are and you know da 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 I struggle with that concept because it just doesn't make sense to me and the reason why it doesn't always 100% make sense to me is because if we all walked around not having expectations um how would you differentiate who should be your friend and who's just a stranger who should you how do you differentiate you. who you're allowed to come to your house and who you'll just meet in the in the car park like how do you differentiate so yeah. I think with time though yeah um it's finally clicked in my head and that's why I wanted to ask you I think something that works for me has finally clicked in my head and it is this and it's nothing massively profound it's basically that it's basically <laughs> that I believe in having expectations and this is something I'm struggling with. I believe in having Mm -hmm. expectations, but I believe in everything that you were saying Mm -hmm. about being fluid in that. Mm -hmm. But what is really helping me now Mm -hmm. is having expectations, but being open to how I allow for people to fulfill them because Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. is something I had an issue with and I still struggle with. I struggle with, I have an expectation. It's that thing of love languages, isn't it? I have an expectation yeah. for you to to feel wanted. The way I want to feel wanted mm-hmm. is by you doing this and this exact thing. Yeah. But person yeah. will be saying, yeah. but I'm showing it to you in this way. Like, I know that this you want way. to feel wanted, yeah. but this is how I'm showing up for you mm-hmm. in that way. We're different people. You can't expect yeah. for me to do. Yeah. And I think it's a dance. In relationship, I'm learning that so mm-hmm, much, like mm-hmm. in my friendships and in my, because I'm such a sensitive person that I take everything personally, which is mm-hmm. just a problem. So mm-hmm. actually now just mm-hmm. being open to conversations around it, like I didn't feel, I feel mm-hmm. like you're not meeting my expectations because I want to feel mm-hmm. wanted. And this is how I choose mm-hmm. to feel wanted, based on my love language and based on my love dialect as well. Because you know, even lang- languages, there are mm-hmm. dialects, right? That's how I want to feel yeah. wanted. Oh, yeah. okay. Person B says, oh, okay, well, actually, you know, I actually feel like I've been showing you that I want you and this is how I'm doing it. And yeah. then it's a conversation of, yeah. okay, I now see that this is how you want to feel wanted. But can I also open your eyes to showing mm-hmm. you that I can show you other things that you other ways that you can yeah. feel wanted that you didn't even mm-hmm. realize you wanted yeah. or you didn't even see power mm-hmm. in and that has been yeah profound for me I love that I love that and I think it, you, you need to I, I love what you said about kind of giving people the room and allowance to interpret in the way mm. that they understand because I think that's that's often a thing that that's mm. a barrier is when you're so stuck in fixed and thinking this is how this is how mm. I see it this is how I see the world and let me tell you something marriage will be the biggest shock for you when you when mm-hmm. if you don't know that already because you know in as much as you feel like you know each other and you, you know you know each other's mm-hmm. languages you're still different mm-hmm. human beings right and you're going to be you're going to be shown mm-hmm. every single day that ah, we really are two different people all like even though even though we are we are one and when we, when we mm-hmm. came together in marriage mm-hmm. we became one we're still very much individuals and we still very much mm-hmm. see things in a different way and having to feeling like you have to explain that mm. can be so tiring it can be so tiring but it's so mm-hmm. it's so essential because like for example like you know something something really funny that you know not even funny but something that joe and i have been you know get come to terms with just being really candid it's just like in terms of you know how he wants to be mm. you know, catered to so one of these languages is, 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 mm. is acts of service um and gifts 
So I'm very, I'm on that. Like I'll buy things, I'll just mm-hmm. eat things and buy it for him and all of that stuff. And then we had a really open conversation every day. And he was just, he, he was saying to me, oh, I don't really feel like, you know, you, um, you know, you, you, you're, you're, you're aware of me as emotionally as I would not want you to be. And my first thing was, what do you mean? That's like, your mm, love language like, is da, 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 mm. This is what I do for you. Da, da, da. And I almost was as if, I almost was as if like, was saying to him, you don't have yeah. a right to, to, to say that because the way you want to be mm. loved, I'm doing that. And actually, you need to, you need to talk about mm. it. You need to um, you need to you need to be, be really explicit, and you also need to understand that just because you may be fulfilling that person's mm. expectation of you, right, doesn't mean that they sort of need things in other mm. areas. So you have to like always. You need to just be open. Yeah. You need to be open to, 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 to yeah. hear what they're saying. And also, I think that I've learned as well, Jen, is that you can't hold anybody to yeah. the same standard. So as a, as, a, as a being, right, you have needs. And I've learned in my friendships that different friends give me mm-hmm. different things, right? So, you know, and I realised that it's very, very rare for me that I have one friend mm-hmm. that can do all of those things for me. So that, that I'll have one friend that will honestly, that will get me to the T when it mm-hmm. comes to fashion. And I know that, like, if I need any tips mm-hmm. or whatever, I can go to them. There'll be one friend that I know that, like, come what may in this world, mm-hmm. I can call them for anything. Or there'll be friends that when I want to party, mm-hmm. they're there. You, and I, and I, I definitely believe in, you know, breaking your expectations yeah. out. I, I do feel that because trying to put that, that burden on one person because sometimes, yeah, yeah, it can be a lot. And let's be honest, like, no matter how how much someone loves you, you know, they're not yeah. always going to get it right. They're not, there's always going to be an error mm. that they're falling short in. And I think when it comes to relationships, what you need to be, I, I don't think you should ever settle there, but I definitely think that you need to be, as you said, you need to be open mm. to interpretation. So, you know, if for your, if, if, if your thing is like, oh, I, you know, want, you know, I really mm. believe in dates, mm. right? Date nights. You have to understand that, like that person that you're dealing with, you may be lucky and they and they they, Mm. they're with you on that. But if they're not, for them, they're then being able to meet you on that Mm. may just be Mm. twice a month. And you need to, you need to, you can't then say "Ah, you don't fulfill my my expectation. And I I think that's really important. And something Joe and I spoke about the other day as well is um, acknowledging when someone Mm -hmm. is trying as well, like. Mm Because this thing is mad, Jen. Like you will, you will, and you know, you will make such a big deal about, um, you know, you don't do this enough, you don't do this enough, and then when you see them doing an element of that, just because it's not mm-hmm. at the level that you expect, you don't say anything. Because you know, mad, you're thinking until it's, I don't want it. Percent, you ain't, you, I don't want it. Like, and that's mm-hmm. so unfair because that person is actually trying for you. Like, that's not even natural to them. Like, they are, you know, whether, whether you see it as a thing of like. Um, you're just doing it because I said it. But even still, they're still mm-hmm. doing it. They're still, they're still, they're yeah. still taking, they're oh still taking steps towards where you want you them to be. Me so right like, don't be mean. Obviously, like it's just like, and and we both, we both like um, got each other because we were checking each other because he was just like, what? There's that thing that you told me to do. You don't say anything, and I was like, oh shit, you're right. I, I haven't. And we were, and we both were like, rah, mm-hmm. like we need to do better. We need to do better because how on earth can you expect somebody to get to 100 percent when even when they're doing yeah, it, you're not saying not well done. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. still moping. Mm-hmm. We're still moping about it. And I'm not. I'm not even. And you know, Joe was kind of saying, but it's really hard because until the person is maybe doing it at a point mm-hmm. at which you identify with, so you're identify be able to see the value. Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah, and I and I was like, I see that I do, but at the end of the day, the chances of you feeling that one hundred percent are going is are going to be low if you're not even if you're not even going to acknowledge it when it's at thirty, or you know, encourage that person to keep doing it. Because I think when you're married to someone, or even when you're with someone, there is this thing about the fact that you're with me, you should do this to me because you love me. Entitlement. Entitlement. Right, and I get it. I think if someone is choosing to be with you, yes, there are certain things that you should just do because you love someone. But 
let's not be let's not let's not lie here there's some things that your partner may ask of you that are mm. really hard and just aren't mm. natural to you and that it's not about love anymore it's actually about that person having to stand up and mm. do that thing for you and it takes a lot more than love mm. it takes doing mm. it it mm. takes mm. them having to adjust themselves mm. amend themselves so that's why i think with expectations you need to be open like if you really love that person as well you need to be open you need to be open to them doing it in a way that that feels comfortable mm, to them as well. And that's, yeah. You oh, know? Okay, wait. I have like three questions on the basis of what you said. And like, so the first question mm-hmm. um, that I wanted to ask God, help me not to forget them all. Okay, so hold on. You said about being open to. Okay, so I want to comment on that. Yeah. I know that I kind of came for introverts mm-hmm. earlier, but what I actually do want to say <laughs> is that um, that thing that you said about understanding that somebody's actually trying for you. And that is, in a way, that's mm. that thing you said about it not being natural to them like and that's hard for them because a lot of times we think to ourselves this is just common sense like I can do this in my sleep why can't you do it it's like this is a different person this thing is hard for them and they and it and not even Mm -hmm. even if it's not hard for them it does not come naturally to them can you and can you imagine having to think outside of a way that is natural for you like do you understand what that actually means like (laughs) reprogramming your brain and that is hard and I know I came for introverts earlier but something that's actually helping me because I'm more introvert extroverted than Diola and something that's actually helping Mm. me I mean he'll be the best judge of whether it's actually helping is sometimes flipping things (laughs) the other way so sometimes I'll be like Diola I don't like Mm. that you um didn't do this or you did this and I feel Mm. like it's really obvious Mm -hmm. and I will then flip it and be Mm -hmm. like okay Jen for example you're quite outspoken imagine Diola was telling you that he wants Mm -hmm. you to be more quiet can you imagine how hard that yeah. every time you open your mouth, yeah. you have to be like, oh, he wants me to be. And yeah. sometimes that's what we put on yeah. extroverted people and introverted people and on our, our partners. Partner. So that's number yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Then number two, I wanted mm-hmm. to ask in the conversation that you had with Joe, I love that you guys have these kind of mm-hmm. conversations, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask, did mm-hmm. you feel, so obviously you said that he was like, he said, you know, I feel like you don't necessarily cape like, um emotionally cater like mm-hmm. in, in in x ways and then mm-hmm. you said oh but i do like i do this mm-hmm. this that and the other in the same way that mm-hmm. you obviously received mm-hmm. his feedback do you think that he received mm-hmm. um like his mind was opened into the other ways that you do things for him yeah they, they were and i think for him he just was like yeah but just because you're just because you're you're hitting that at that those certain pots at, at, at a high mm. capacity that doesn't mean that the other mm. one should be run dry like that doesn't mean should they let the mm. other the other pots or just because like they not they may not be my natural pots that i need to be filled that doesn't mean mm. they don't need filling right you still need to look at those things too you know it's like saying it's like someone saying to you like oh by the way like i really like music and then every birthday you just buy them cds like okay cool like they like music yeah. but they like other things after a while after the fifth time they're gonna they're not yeah. really gonna rate it anymore because they're gonna be every like, day every yeah I, I get that i like you know what i mean every day music music yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you know so so i feel like you have to be very conscious of that and i feel like sometimes you know it it you do have to be open to it because I think, and I think he was, I think he was like, do you know what? I get it. And I do. And, and he was almost just like, you know, I think because I've, you know, just gone with the flow with you when I haven't been as loud about that other stuff, you know, obviously for you, you're feeling like I'm doing good. Like I don't need to, I don't need to worry about those things or not even I don't need to worry about them, but they're not as important to me, but they are. So I think he was open. And I think that's something you need to be open to as well. You need to be, so open to critique and judgment and yeah, I'm not well. I'm not I don't know how right now but I am the worst person to come back because all I want to yeah. do is defend myself 
And I think there's some like deep rooted issues there anyway. But like, that's all I want to do, especially mm. with Joe, because I feel like with Joe, I always have this expectation of him to know me. And you know that mm. I would never do that. Like, and oh my God, like, the episode that I shared um, recently, um, and I'll link it on this um, episode bio, it was Esther Perot. Yeah, I'm sure so, yeah. Recently. It was about that because he, she, she, he, the, she, what she was saying is, the husband was so defensive whenever the, the, his wife brought anything for him. And she broke it down so nicely. And said, the reason why you are is because you, at that moment in time, you just feel like you're the person responsible mm. for that pain. Yeah. And you feel the burden of having to fix it straight away. And you want to, you want to, you want to create relief. Right. And that to you is just crushing because number one, it's, it's, it's calling out that you're, you, you may not, you're, you're this shit person when that's actually what she's saying. And number two, you now feel like you have to now change in a way yeah. that you're not natural to you. And it just comes with a, a whole load of just issues and, yeah. and, and concerns. So yeah, I, I, I just, I feel like, yes, like you need to be open to it because if you're not, then it's going to be, be hard. Yeah. Be hard, and, baby. Okay, I have two more questions. I'm sorry, hard. but I just have, firstly, in terms of your uh-huh. personalities, uh, do you and Joe, are you and Joe leaning more towards the extroverted side? Like both, are you different? Are you the same or introverts? Like oh, we're totally different. We're totally different. So with me, that if there's a, if there's a, a, a issue, I want to talk about it straight away. Mm. I want to confront it. I want to, I, I don't like like mm. things lingering. You know what I'm like, Jen. Like I want to talk about it. I want to get out of the way. I want to mm. just talk about it. And he is opposite of that. Like he doesn't want mm. to work things straight away. He wants time. Mm. He wants space. Um, he wants to breathe. He is happy to like talk, have a disagreement, and and take a breather and come back mm. to it. I hate that. Like we're completely yeah different. in that way. Sure. So yeah, different. I just for context. That's oh my really, gosh. Yeah, 100%. just interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. um the last observation that I made was about, and I'm so guilty of this. Like putting everything on one person so obviously meeting diola like you know when you just meet somebody that you fall in love with and you love so much there is this desire mm-hmm. for them to be yeah. your everything and anything in everything. every moment and there's mm-hmm. something you know diola reminds <laughs> me like diola's just like listen i'm a human being like i i th- there's only mm-hmm. so much i can do for you at one point even when I'm operating at my 100% capacity and that no human being always Mm -hmm. operates at 100% so I think what you said about having that Mm -hmm. thing about knowing who you go to for different things I think a lot of us sometimes Mm -hmm. close off Mm -hmm. that concept when we're in a relationship Mm -hmm. and that's why I think it's so important to not abandon your friendships when you're in a relationship because there are things for example so you gave a really great example about loving date nights and I think a lot of us sometimes mm-hmm. think that only our partner can feel fulfill all of our love languages and all of our pots mm-hmm. like I believe that your partner mm-hmm. should be able to contribute into every pot of your love language yeah. but I don't believe that they should be expected to yeah. fill all of them so for example say you want Kick. date nights and that's what I love like that's just my love language mm-hmm. and I just love it great no problem with that as you said your partner may only be able to offer you two a month why not reach out to your friends mm-hmm. and see if you can fulfill that desire exactly. for more date nights with them, you know, or, exactly. or that thing that you said, for exactly. example, okay, my partner doesn't really like going out. Um, and that one actually can be quite hard, especially if you just want to go out with your partner, but mm-hmm. you know, find a way to yeah. the middle where they can compromise a little bit and go out more, but you don't expect mm-hmm. for them to mm-hmm. go out eight times a month. And actually you reach out to your friends and a lot yeah. of mistakes that 
a lot of people make is they abandon their friendships and then when you find especially when it's in that lovey-dovey stage and then when you find that actually the relationship isn't doing <laughs> everything for you as no relationship you those boxes. Yeah, you want to reach out to your friends and yeah. unfortunately you've broken off those relationships they don't exist so yeah, yeah man exactly. friends <laughs> exactly exactly and that's my point exactly it's just like it's so unfair to be like I want. I want to. I want to go to a gig. So come with me. I want to go. Yeah. Up, so come with me. I want to. I want to talk about this book that I really love. You must yeah. read that book as well because yeah. I love books. Yeah. Like, oh, how can you not read that article that I sent you? Like, did that really mean? I'm really sorry, but that person is, yeah. is a person. Yeah. Like, and also, like, they have their own interests. Like, you, you're not going to support mm. every single thing. It's just like with football. Like, I said to Joe, I was like, babe, like, I'm not watching football with you because at the end of the day, like, mm. I do not enjoy it. Like, it's just, it gives me a headache and I hate the sound. <laughs> so, that's something that I'm really sorry that I know means a lot to you, but I'm not really going to experience that with yeah. you and enjoy it with you. I'm okay for you to do, enjoy that with your with people who enjoy it in your life. That's that's a good yeah. example of that, you know, and that means a lot to him. No matter how much us as women we trash football, like that thing means a yeah. lot to these guys. So you know, you you could argue and say, uh, how, how how are you how are you a good wife when you, if you're not even enjoy experiencing that big part mm. of his life with him and you're not able to delve into it wholeheartedly and learn all the mm. game players and all the names yeah. and learn the game of sport? How unfair is how yeah. unfair is that? You know, it, exactly. Really that's true. So you're you're absolutely right. Just split split it out. But what the the main point that you made that I think would be a good place to to end is just that you know your partner should be able to contribute at least mm. to some of that pot in one of those pots so example of the football mm. thing i just said now okay cool i may not be able to enjoy it with him but maybe when it's his birthday i'll buy him mm. i'll buy him tickets to, to go and watch mm. it with somebody or i will buy him his games uh mm. their jersey because i know mm. it's something that he likes so i'm able to contribute to it it doesn't necessarily mean i have yeah. to experience it with him but i can still enable exactly. that enjoyment right exactly i love that and that was a that was a great finisher sorry guys i'm sure you had my laptop drop but sorry Oh, I even hear I don't, I was thinking, should I mention it? Should I not? Yeah, it dropped on the floor. But anyway, um, okay. okay. So then, okay. So then, a question that I have for you around, well, kind of around this, is if any, um, do you think you were told anything as a single or as a pre-married married person that kind of set you up to fail in your relationship? So not necessarily that. So it might be something that you actually did, and you were like, "This does not work," or something that you heard, and you were like, "Nope, mm-hmm. not from me." In the bin. Um, I think one of the main ones is, um, you know, just the whole expectation of like, you know, this is what, you know, your guy should be doing for you. Your guy should be buying you this. If he doesn't um, introduce you to his friends, it means that he's mm-hmm. that. If he doesn't take you home, mm-hmm. all of those things. And actually, as an experience that, I had the opposite, um, had an opposite experience of that. So, for example, like, I I was introduced to my um, my boyfriend then, obviously, Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe's family, like, from, like, six five six months mm. into our relationship which which others were considered mm. quite early and obviously having spoken to joe about it like it was a serious thing for him in the sense that like he he did he was very clear that he didn't want to take anyone home that he wasn't he didn't yeah. see like a long-term fix, mm. um, partner with but that doesn't necessarily equal marriage that doesn't mean that you know that doesn't mean that mm. we're the one because after that point there were loads of things that happened in the relationship that could have you know mm. ended things so one thing that i would say is that like don't be so hell-bent on what like that different things like mean mm-hmm. or symbolize because it doesn't always yeah. mean that and not only that but like for example if you're if you, if you want to go by that same analogy there could be a guy who takes 
he's now home to his mum mm. all the time. Like, and but in your head, because you saw on Twitter that that means that he he's mm. gonna marry you, you're now thinking, ah, mm. and maybe and his wife. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So just be very careful of that, of like what things symbolize, or even things that when people say, oh, um, uh, if he doesn't talk to you, if he doesn't uh talk to you, talk to his friends about you, it means this. I'm just all of that shit. I'm just mm. like, no, like. Can we not get to know who you're with, you're with in the relationship and understand why mm. they do certain things? Ask mm. them questions. Like, get to understand, you know, how they value their friendships. You know, what mm. that, what does that mean for them? Um, then it will make it easier for you to decipher what it means when mm. they do certain things, or or, or when they don't mm. do certain things. Um, this is more linked to marriage, but I also think just the whole concept of like, oh, um, if if he liked it, then he should have put a ring on it. That whole concept of like, what you've got the ring, mm. you made it. Like, you know, <laughs> made the it. Prize. Like, yeah, you've made it. Like, you, you do your thing, girl. Like, you got mm. you got your man. That don't mm. mean jack shit. Because at the end of the day, yeah, let me tell you something. That marriage that you're that that, that ring symbolizes is just the beginning of everything. Like, everything that you thought you knew, it's going to be mm. intensified. And not only that, the pressure is going to be even more because there is a, a air of. If this isn't working, then we can just leave it. That you have a relationship that you don't have, even in an engagement you have that you don't have when you're married. When you're married, just like we were saying earlier, that whole thing of like we need to make this work, like we need to. There's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. So if your husband decides six months in, into the marriage to start acting like someone else that you didn't even know he was, that's your own. You know that ring that you so much thought me- meant that you made it. When I yeah, that girl. you want to pawn. So <laughs> that that boy, boy, looking for a way out. You know that will not Amen. be our portions. But the point I'm trying to make is that, like, when you do, when you when you do commit to that and you say yes to that proposal, it is a beginning of a journey and a lot of hard work. So please, mm. please, bear yeah. your mind. And before you say yes, yeah, think think about everything that you're saying. Yes to, <laughs> Yeah. so yeah those are things that i think will, will fall because obviously if you if you if, you, if you're thinking ah, the moment we get married everything's going to be great like mm-hmm. those are like amazing land like everything's going to be i love this guy so much i think he's done it's going to piss me off it's me and him mm-hmm. against the world you know my ride or die mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. honey you're going to get a, a pleasant yeah. surprise not even an unpleasant surprise sorry, because it's not about that and what you said earlier about not like just forgetting your friends and abandoning mm. them because mm. at the end of the day they're your friends for mm. a reason and as you just established like your husband or boyfriend or fiance cannot hello hello yeah, sorry. Yeah, so no, so you said your boyfriend, your fiance, your fiance, your husband can't fulfill everything for you all the time. It's just impossible. Hundred percent, million percent. I agree with everything to the T. One thing that I think I really appreciate now is a lot of influencers, uh, especially all these relationship people that you know that we know are in relation in relationships or whatever, mm-hmm. making disclaimers about their relationship. And someone mm-hmm. that um I really appreciate doing that is Tony Tone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I remember around her 30th, well, I don't know if it's her 30th birthday, but this recent birthday that's just mm-hmm. come. It was she, 30, uh, yeah. Yeah, like she was kind of posting like all the really lovely things that her partner did for her. Mm. And in the past also, she's also spoken about like some of the really nice things that he does for her. And I think a mm. lot of people were retweeting that and everything, you know, and mm-hmm. she then made a subsequent uh, post and she basically said, you know, I just want to highlight the fact that 
um, if your boyfriend doesn't do these things for you, that does not mean that he does not love you. Please bear that. in mind these factors. And I love that because mm. a lot of people just like to be trendsetters and a lot of people don't like to use their influence to tell the truth. And that's mm-hmm. why a lot of people do this whole, you know, when they find out like all these feminists that they follow and, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with feminists, I identify as mm-hmm. one, but all these feminists that they follow and then when they find out that they're married, they're like, ah, you lie mm-hmm. to me. Listen, people are doing one thing on, on social media and they're doing another thing in their house mm-hmm. or they mm-hmm. might be doing both things in their house and it yeah. works for them. But I love that she basically said, listen, a disclaimer, I am in my 30s, one. So mm-hmm. the kind of spending capacity that I have now, that me and my partner, he's in his 30s, that we have mm-hmm. now is very different to what we had when we were in our 20s. So yeah. don't compare the relationship of a 30, 30 year old people that have a different spending capacity mm-hmm. to your 20 year old people relationship. Like don't mm-hmm. do that. She was like, secondly, also they work very hard for their money. So mm-hmm. even if you are in your thirties, don't compare the relationship that you have in your thirties in X career mm-hmm. um, to the relationship of somebody else in their thirties or even their twenties mm-hmm. in another career, the spending, like just using sense. I think that's what it is. Just use sense. 100%. I look at that's everything. It. And I, I love that she was so transparent about that. So um, yeah. It's like Simo Battle as well, where it was like a picture. Um, I can't remember. It was just a random person on Twitter and her and her partner were away. And she kind of did like, you know, where they put the, the multiple pictures and it was like, we can have it. And then she put at the end, like, just a bit like what Tony Tony did. And it was like, by the way, we argued twice. Um, we didn't speak for like half a day once. And she just basically put like, <laughs> she was just like, you know, yeah. just so you know, all of these things happened. We still had a good time. But just so you know, like, these yeah. things happened. Because it's not picture perfect. Exactly. They're all highlight reels. Like, they're not, exactly. they don't show the, the full entirety of a of, of relationship exactly. or the dynamics of one. So exactly. I love that. Exactly. I love that. So, so yeah, I agree. I think, is there anything, I think the one thing that I think in a relationship that sets you up to fail for marriage, uh, well, not necessarily for marriage, I speak for relationship because I'm not in a marriage, but, um, and this is very controversial, but I believe this whole thing about not discussing your relationship or anything that mm. happens in your home or relationship with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think that's the number one thing that sets people up to fail. Yeah. Um, I think, and I'll just keep it very short and sweet, I think wisdom should be applied in sharing things I don't think it's everyone that you should share with I don't think it's even all of your close friends that you should share with but I think I think silence is a problem and I think that's also part of why we created this podcast because there are loads of things that people don't talk about and you don't know if it's normal you don't know if it's not normal and you find a lot of people either wasting years and time in something that they don't need to be in or um, leaving things too quickly rather than putting in the work so I think I think that's very very key so I think picking people that are your accountability and I think it should be agreed between you and your partner even Mm -hmm. if they're people that just hold you accountable as an individual so for example Mm -hmm. if if it was okay Ope holds me accountable as an individual Mm -hmm. I feel like Diola should know that so that for example if we need to triangulate information or Diola needs to need somebody that he feels can get through to me when he can't he knows to yeah. go to offer not that he'll yeah. now be bringing somebody else into the relationship that that's I don't it. talk to it doesn't make sense and yeah. vice versa so I think that's something and that's a very African that's a big mentality yeah. and I think it really needs to get broken down I think yeah. um I think even watching things like black love um which we really love like black love a mm-hmm. series that talks about relationships mm-hmm. um podcasts all those kind of things I really do think, and I think you should also pick wisely. I think a lot of people think, especially if you're a Christian or if you're a person in the faith, and they will say, ah, it must be your pastor. It must be da-da-da-da-da. No, no, not always. Not always. So 
yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's something that definitely not sets. And also, just because of the fact that, like, you know, you're not always gonna have the words to articulate, you know, how you are feeling all the time. Sometimes mm. you're just so overcome with emotion mm. that you need a book or you need a podcast or mm. you need somebody else to actually put it through to your partner. Mm. And because it's also somebody else, your partner may also receive that information better because all of the emotions they're feeling aren't, aren't clogging up their eardrums, mm. you know? <laughs> so I feel like I feel like definitely having other means mm. to, 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 to exhaust when it comes to that point where you're like, oh, you're hitting a brick wall mm. are, 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 are so needed. And as you just said now, so many people, aunties, grandmas, mums even, will say to you, I don't want to hear a thing about your marriage, but mm. it's just not... It's not sustainable. Mm. And also that can put you in a lot of, um, that can create a really toxic environment for your marriage, actually. Mm. You feel like all you have, and that's why I keep saying this whole concept of all you have with each other is so redundant. Like, mm. can we just stop, can we stop doing that? Mm. Like, I, I, I definitely believe in your marriage being sacred and your home being sacred and that partnership being the foundation. Mm. Um, and ultimately it being about you two. Mm. But there are so many things in the world that you, that are going to influence your marriage. Mm. Um, and you need and and positively and negatively mm. and the positive ones I definitely think should be spoken about and you should use mm. um, whether that be people or things so oh, a million percent I yeah I just hundred percent agree that I'm trying to think about if there's anything else that was told in my relationship that will um, um the only thing I would say as well is just that you know I've heard this a lot as well that like oh just um you know the first year of your marriage is gonna be hell. It's gonna be awful. Um, it's gonna be awful. Like, and let me not lie. Like, the first year of marriage so far for me has been challenging. Mm. Like, there's been, you know, not challenging in the sense of like I can't believe I've done this. Challenging mm. in the sense of like, wow, like this is deep. Mm. And you know, just in terms of just getting to know each other on a deeper level mm. and in turn getting to know yourself as well mm. and and just dealing with a lot of things from your household actually that you don't even really know impacted you as much as they they did mm, mm, um mm. so that it, it's been like that in that sense and of course with that comes a lot of tense conversations a lot of heated discussions mm. a lot of saying things the wrong way and it, it comes with that mm. but I, I don't like the whole framing of it as it's going to be you know the, the, the worst year mm. like the, the, the first year is always the worst like that is all negative because mm. I think that can also you know take things for you and make it seem really like a scary place mm. um it's a place of it's a place of exposure and vulnerability mm. but I 100% believe that if you're in it with the right person you know you will always see the, the positive in it at the end of the day always 100%. like you know Joe and I have had like our deepest arguments since like ever mm. um and, and so raw but at the end of it I love him more because I feel like it's it, it peels off another layer that wasn't mm. that 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 we, I never even knew existed before. So, yeah. um, you know, I think it, it works hand in hand. So people yeah. always talk about the, the work, but we never say. Ah. But then, even though it's 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 challenging, you get this, and this yeah. comes from that. And so, you know, that's something that I would say as well. Yeah. Oh, something else that came to mind. So, although we have, oh, that's another thing. So, Ophel, Ophel and I spoke about this before about whether this <laughs> this all our all our topics were going to be one episode or not. Ophel, you see, you see what I'm saying? One, you see yeah, what I'm I saying? Don't think it's going to be one episode now. No, no, no. I think it's it's uh, yeah. I think we should just yeah no. But um, something else that really <laughs> came to mind as you were speaking is something that I think is very uh, that's kind of set like advice that I hear that I'm like mm, I don't know I I agree with that is number one. Um, if X loved you, they would not fill insert blank. And some of it is stuff that we actually um, really like. It's kind of common sense. Like, oh, if they loved you, they wouldn't 
speak to you like that. If they loved you, they wouldn't cheat on you. If they loved you, they would buy you stuff. If they loved you, they would they would take you to see their mum or whatever. And mm-hmm. I agree that sometimes that makes sense, but I think it's a very problematic thing because it has it makes this assumption that love is enough, and I don't believe mm. it is. I don't believe love is enough, and I know a lot of people are going to kind of jump on me for this. Um, you know, for example, people that like are people of faith or, you know, will have some form of passage in their holy book or um, that that speaks to what love is. If you're a Christian, it's First Corinthians 13, right? And people mm-hmm. are like, of course, love is enough. Like, duh, 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 duh. And I hear that. And I hear that the love in First Corinthians 13, I do believe that that type of love is enough. However, people are human. And there are cracks in that flesh and blood mm-hmm. right so the reason i don't believe that love is enough is because actually people have trauma people don't just come in with stuff it's like i love you and i'm carrying <laughs> Corinthians 13 on my chest it's like i love you and i'm it, it, trying for the love that's patient the love that's kind the love that's gentle the love that holds no record of wrongs but i also have trauma I also have things that I'm dealing with that I know and don't know. I also have things that you trigger in me, your Mm -hmm. good things and your bad things. And that's why I think that that whole thing of if someone loved you, that's why I do. And I don't know if I will believe this in a month, but right now I do believe that somebody can intend to love somebody and love them to the most of their capacity, but still step out on them. I don't believe necessarily that you should stay with that person all the time. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, it it differs. But I believe that they can. Because that's another thing. Like, people's capacity and what they intend to do is different. Mm -hmm. People's capacity in life changes. Mm -hmm. The way I will love Diola when I Mm -hmm. am going through depression is Mm -hmm. very different to how Diola will feel my love when I'm not. Very different. My capacity is different. So I think that's another problematic um, thing that you hear 100 percent. i love it. that so yeah. true it's so 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 true even the sense of just like um you know what was i gonna say i completely say my mind now but i was just the concept of like you know love and I, yes i remember just in terms of how people have been loved as well so you know if someone's growing up in a household where you know their their parents said i love you i love you but on the same hand neglects them or you know mm. you know doesn't um doesn't 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 like show them love in a way that you know you, you would normally perceive love to, to look like or yeah you know that's gonna very much shape how they love you hundred percent right? and I think I think let's not let's not let's not neglect that which is why I definitely believe as well is that like you should be very you know not not cautious but I think you should definitely consider how you know someone what's some, what someone's family set up is like and exactly. how their family treat each other because whether you like it or not yeah that is going to influence how they treat you or how they show up in your ha- your home. It's by default. And I'm not, and I'm, I'm not even, mm, even if they know I it's agree. wrong, even if they know it's wrong, these things seep out. And let me tell you something. I've, I've always heard that. And I thought, oh yeah, of course it makes sense. Like that's the household you grew up in. And even when we did premarital counseling, you know, they talk about, you know, your family dynamics. Yeah. You know, what, is your family your loud? Is it quiet? Like ahead? And you talk about it. So you do know it influences you. But not to the extent that it does when you're actually in your home. Mm. I, I promise you. So you see and, it differently. In... Oh, my. 100%. 100%. Just in everyday things. Yeah. In everyday things. In everyday expectations. And I think it's so easy to talk about it, like, um, on a high level. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, my parents did this. So that, that made me be, mean why I do this. But when it happens in actuality... Mm. 
mm. and you're experiencing it, it's completely different. Mm. Especially when it's even you doing something you think you're like, raw, I don't even know I that was even in me to do, but yeah. I'm doing it. And then it's only when you step back and think about it, you're like, okay, this is where it's coming from. Or yeah. if you live if you if you if you grew up in a household like me, I'm I'm open to say it where I felt like I had to be very defensive with my parents because I felt like my parents were always um on me mm. um as far how, as your first child right yeah as yeah. a first child that responsibility mm. feeling like you have to hold things together all the time mm. there can never be anything wrong mm-hmm. um you always mm-hmm. have to have done things right double and triple check checked oh, and then if suddenly time. if suddenly your husband is saying like this is wrong you didn't do this right yeah you're just like what do you mean of course i did and your first call your well, first thing to mm-hmm. do is defend Mm, and then and how me, this, yeah. how is that then how is that then then not going to affect your husband because he's going to yeah. be like i can't tell you anything because you think you're oh always right. my gosh yes oh this is what diola says to me babe yeah. i'm sorry if you're listening to this i know you're like oh, keep, quiet. <laughs> Shut up. keep quiet but no this yes yes yeah and then he's just like hold on a minute and then to the point where like he's just like if i if i tell you that you've hurt me in a certain type of way right you talk so much about how like you couldn't have done that or like why like what you did didn't, what you didn't mean it to be that way that you've just you've just indirectly invalidated my experience of how i feel oh my god so then it's yeah. not even about me anymore it's about, about you. you and oh, then yeah. how why, why would i come back to you next week and tell you hurt me when i already know you're going to have a really good excuse why you didn't hurt me or why you mm. you know and all of these things that you we do it comes from somewhere mm. it comes from somewhere and only when you go deeper and you think about why and that's hard because not only now are you left with shit like i need to deal with some some things on my own it's also it's also hurting your partner mm. so how do you navigate that and then how do you come from terms that like this is going to take a lot of work and yeah. i want to do a lot of hurting in that in process, the process. Yeah. and have to be honest with your partner and say oh and by the way do you remember that thing about being the firstborn and wanting to fix things mm. you can't fix it yeah straight away mm. so that also is is annoying because yeah. it's like you don't have the control so it's messed up it's, it's oh hard it's so hard it's so and, you, mad, and then yeah. when people say to you that like oh when you get when you marry someone you see yourself clear, more clear than you ever have that's what it means I'm because scared. you have someone you have someone in front of you and that's what i'm trying to tell you it's not it's scary i'm, I'm just scared. gonna lie it's scary <laughs> it's scary, but it's good because you're learning, you're growing, and the the, yeah. the beautiful part of it is that you have someone there that's saying, no matter what, I'm here, and we're going through this. Yeah. and I'm sure, and he will have his own things as well. So mm. it's not about who who's got more baggage. It's just about <laughs> how we're going to do this. It's about carrying it, carrying <laughs> you know I mean? it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh my god, I think, bruv on that yeah everyone needs therapy in it this is what i bang on about <laughs> we all need therapy. flipping therapy this is what i bang on about but i think what makes me most scared and i'm saying scared like that because i actually quite like it is 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 that of exposing myself but i always say this like and diola and i were talking about this yesterday about how we have had okay so sometimes right this has nothing kind of nothing to do with it but it does so sometimes like, yeah. they're saying to me oh like how did you know that Diola was the one and yeah, yeah. that you're supposed to marry him and yeah some people have really profound ways that they know like god comes through like smoke in the dustbin and they're like wow like god that is yours <laughs> but for me um god has confirmed to me that Diola is my husband in very small and powerful ways and mm. i still have like i don't want to say doubts but sometimes i'm still like ah god if this was it that he wouldn't be doing this to me or i wouldn't be feeling this way whatever and and um one of the most 
recent ways that I felt like there was a reconfirmation of, of Diola being my life partner was mm. around this whole thing that you're talking about, about me being scared about how this these traumatic things show up, not mm-hmm. because not only because I'm scared of how he views me, which actually shows that he's mm-hmm. actually somebody of importance. Because I think sometimes we try to hold that really negatively, like, yeah. why do you care how people think about you? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. And that's true. But actually it showed that he's somebody of importance to me. He's somebody. Yeah. But what scared me the most is actually how my, the unraveling of my trauma will affect him. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what showed me showed me that yeah. this is the man that I'm supposed to marry because yeah. I love him so much that mm-hmm. I am thinking so selflessly mm-hmm. about him. I'm thinking, yo, this unraveling of my trauma, like, what is that going to do for him? And mm-hmm. from that, I just think, like, two things come from that. Firstly, the importance of singlehood. I don't think yeah. people understand, right, um, how important is to unpack as much as you can however mm-hmm. I also think sometimes you need to be in a relationship though I'm not that's gonna lie. what I was just about to say to you I yeah. also think it's a twofold thing if so I think if you are single I think it's just a thing of not rushing your season I think yeah. if you are yeah. single understand how powerful that is to be able to unravel your trauma alone in isolation but if you are in relationship also understand that the time has probably come for you to be in relationship because there's another level of trauma that you're not going to be able to unpack or trigger in yourself mm-hmm. that needs to be triggered by another person. Mm-hmm. And also there is a comfort and a covering that comes with unpacking your trauma in a, a loving and committed relationship. Because I was, I remember having this conversation with someone like one of my friends called Winnie and I was saying to her, oh, you know, um, I'm really scared to get married. This was like, Age, when Diola and I were still mm-hmm. dating we weren't engaged and I was like I'm really scared to get married because I just feel like I just want to I I, I want to be more of the best version of myself like myself and I yeah. don't want to have to do that in a relationship with somebody and da, 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 da. And she said she said something to me she said but what if the best version of yourself needs to be unlocked in relationship mm-hmm. with another yeah. person and yeah. yeah so that's just that's that, and that so is so real, real. Mm. that is so real and that's why like I said earlier that like I do feel like the bulk you're, you're absolutely right in terms of it's just not rushing the process because I feel like when you're single you can easily bask in you know of course there's things you can do self-development wise mm-hmm. but you know you're not going to challenge yourself half as much as someone's going to challenge you mm-hmm. like there's certain things that like you're not going to know until you're literally in it you're in the field mm-hmm. and that person's in front of you and they're saying you did this to me mm-hmm. you know and it's just like sometimes when you offend someone and you know, you have to be like, well, I can't believe I did that, you know? Mm-hmm. And understand that it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you did something, you hurt yeah. something. And you need to understand where that came from. But mm-hmm. when you're single, you're not really exposed in that way because you're not, mm-hmm. you're, there's no one close enough in that capacity for you mm-hmm. to kind of, to, to prod. And I feel like friendships are a good um, test of that, but they don't go deep enough. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Deep enough. And it's so interesting because I, I, I've you, you said to me um, the other day when you sent me my birthday message that like, you know, I, I'm 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 quick to say sorry, mm. and you know, and I feel like because there's a there's a um that, that that's come from me understanding that I can't I can't have this air about me mm. that I am can't tell I'm you good, nothing yeah. that I'm that I'm just I'm perfect or I'm a saint because that's mm. just not realistic. Mm. But that came from Joe because mm. before that I I definitely think that in my in my friendships I'd be a lot more defensive. Like, mm. but 
but but but but but but yeah but joe has told me that like dude like that doesn't make you look good like mm. the problem isn't that you've done something like you're not perfect i don't want you to, the pop the the, the 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 beauty in it is for you to be able to say okay i see where you're coming from i see how you hurt how i hurt you and i'm sorry mm. you know i'm not saying i'm not mad at you for doing it i'm mad at you for like, not being able to say that you are yeah and you've done that I understand and, where I'm coming yeah. from yeah and that's something that I like struggle with man I definitely say sorry a lot more than I used to mm-hmm. but boy I'm still not there to say sorry has come from Diola. Diola Diola is so quick to say sorry like it's mad like he'll just be like I'm sorry and I remember early in our relationship, I'd be like, are you actually hearing what I'm saying to you? You're just saying sorry. Like, are you hearing? But actually, like, he does mean it. And I found actually that the deeper, because I feel like the longer you're together and the more that you deal with, the deeper Mm -hmm. things go. So actually his time of saying sorry is a bit longer than it used to be before. But that's only now because actually I understand that he's trying to unpack the depths of the issues to actually understand where I'm coming from. And like to be like... That's what Joe says. Yeah. Because that's what I'm like. Because when he says sorry straight away, I'm just like, you don't even know. You don't even understand. Mm. He's just like, he's like, I can still be sorry that I hurt you. Like, Mm. I'm still going to listen to you. And I want to understand more. But Mm. the fact that you're just, you're hurt right now now mm. and you're even telling me this is mm. enough for me to be sorry about yeah. it okay let's talk about and he says that uh, whereas i am the opposite i want to know why i want to understand first that's me yeah yeah and he's just like well hold on a minute like that's not what this is about like mm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. exactly so, yeah and then and then i used to get really annoyed because then in our arguments like diola would always say sorry first and i would always feel really bad because i would just be like oh my god like i'm actually just going to rot in hell because this guy's always saying sorry like and I obviously have the intention to say sorry, but I'm like, in my mind, I'm just trying to unpack and be like, okay, well, where did I come? And then obviously I'm doing that whole firstborn thing as well of like, oh, but I didn't mean to. Oh my God, does he think I'm terrible? Oh my God. But actually like now it's very much just trying to say sorry first and not actually of a thing of like, cause I want to be the better person. But that thing that Joe said of, okay, I've hurt this person and subsequent sorries can come in my actions later, like trying to make it better. But actually like just say sorry now you know these topics are juicy and i feel like whether you're married or you're just in a relationship they're all things that you know we need to talk about because they're real mm. um so real and i even as i was saying before i think marriage is just an extension and exemplified version of, of a relationship so yeah they all work um hand in hand but um yeah like guys please let us know your thoughts on what we've been, what we've been speaking about like mm. expectations um you know what else have we spoke about, Jen? We spoke um, about expectations. We spoke about things that we were told that we think set us up yes, to fail. Yes. Um, we spoke about good breaks, bad breaks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like tell us, tell us your experiences. Have you had a break? Was it good? Did your break end up in a breakup? Did your break end up in you guys together? Mm. Tell us your love story. Like we love love. And also you you touched a bit about like introversion and extroversion. Like yeah. I really want to hear more about how that affects relationships as well. Like mm. how does that if you're an introvert and you're going out for extrovert, or if you're both introverts or both mm. extroverts, how does that? Oh my god! Like, how does that show up in a relationship? I'm mm. really interested to hear about that. Yeah. So yeah, let us know. Exactly. Tell them our. In fact, I'm going to tell them our, our handles. So I love it. I've learned it. <laughs> so if you are on Instagram, you can follow us on everything in between official. If you prefer Twitter, you can find us on at everything in before. And mm-hmm. if you want to hit us up on like by email and send us anything it is everything in between dot contact at gmail.com was that correct look at god look at god hey
Look at character development. Development. You really developed on this podcast. Day one, you didn't know a thing. Now you know everything. I love it. I'm just impressed. I'm impressed. But yeah, I had a great time, guys. Thanks for tuning guys and keep as, as we said this is just part one so please keep, look out for the second episode because yeah we've got more, more to talk about 